episode of Pioneers and Pretenders. I'm your host today, um, Julian Green. Um, today we've got Joe um, on the other side of the of the mic. Hey um, man, I'm going to be interviewing Joe today. Um, today we're going to be having a conversation uh, with Joe, going beyond the bio. So not just um, looking at Joe Human, the the social media figure, but understanding him as a person a bit more and getting to know him a bit better. Um, welcome, Joe. Hey, man. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm all right. It's a beautiful um, Thursday afternoon, I guess. Well, it's weekend in there, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. It's quite sunny outside. Quite hot. And yeah, man, I'm having a pretty relaxed day. I think there's just been so much going on in the world. And you sort of just cave in and really just... Like go back to the drawing board to try and figure out what's your next move yeah it's a beautiful day i'm about to have a, a beautiful conversation about everything joe um joe we've met a couple of times before um haven't really delved into everything about you um but we just want to find out a little bit about your your background um, I'm aware that you originally from the DRC. Yeah. You and your family moved here to South Africa. Um, tell us a little bit more about your experiences growing up uh, in South Africa. Man, um, really just like very humble beginnings, you know. Didn't come from a family that had it all. Um, my dad used to be the head pharmacist um, for the president back at the time, Mobutu. And um, yeah, like just really grew up um with as much as we could not really everything but i think at 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 some extent <clears throat> was we felt quite um privileged because you know you just like had a roof over your head and you know you were able to get food and stuff like that and um after the president sort of um was removed from office we also just like the country was not safe for us um and we had to just leave um but before that my dad actually had a calling and um god wanted him to go into the ministry asked him hey you're not gonna heal my people with medicine but with my word um he fought this for quite a while until eventually he just you know gave up um we left the congo we moved to zambia for like a year or so um and my dad relocated to cape town first and then uh, moved to joburg then he was able to sort of like just bring us through but this is someone who does not have a job you know he's a, he's a security guard for some time um and we get to joburg we are crashing in like in a one room with um a friend of his and he's got a family as well it just it, it just becomes very difficult um to you know fend for yourself and i remember him just always waking up early in the morning um going to downtown Joburg, picking up you know anything that he could find that the street vendors might have dropped um the day before um and that was like our groceries for for months you know but just like being able to see him sort of just go out there and not have anything but come back with something you know to build something to like take care of his family that instilled a very strong um, determination in me just being that being that young and seeing someone make something out of nothing with those experiences um i know i know those are very humbling experiences for you and your family 
um, especially with the transition uh, moving across to South Africa uh, for you guys. Um, I know looking at Joe from outside, you see the social media fame, um, you see the celebrity that we see, um, but at the same time you come across as a very humble person, uh, aside from all of the success that you've had so far, all of the accolades. When I meet you, you're one of the most genuine people I've, I've come across. Um, you, you're, you're, an easy, you're easy to, easy to get along with. Um, there are no, uh, if, if I could use a cliche term, airs and graces when I, when I do meet you. Um, those experiences for me, when I, when I, now that you've spoken about it, seems to have rooted you deeply. And, and then you also mentioned um, your dad being a pastor. Yeah. Um, the, so those Christian roots as well would have helped solidify you um, when you were younger. I know in a previous conversation we had, you spoke about um, your fashion influence coming from from your experiences in the church. Could you yeah. tell us a bit about that? Look, man, uh, like I've 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 always enjoyed sharing the story because it's it's um, growing up um, in the church has been one of my most loved experiences. Um, and you know, when you're a young kid, right, your parents dress you according to what they want you know you don't have a fashion sense you depend on them uh, and just like being like a pastor's um, kid you are always dressed in a suit you're always well uh, looked after you know you're always clean um, and and I remember like because my mom was such a public servant so every Sunday after church she would just you know start cooking like people would re- literally come to my house line up and they would just sit there and they know that my mom was just out they making dishes, feeding everyone, um, and 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 like, if you come to Congolese Church, you know that like we dress up for church. You know, like we really dress up. We put in the effort. Um, so just being able to see people like that, you know, always looking clean. You know, suit tie. Um, you know, put put your hat on after church. Um, that started influencing a lot of like my personal style and sort of like the things that 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 um i was exposed to because those people behave like gentlemen um and you start learning and picking up all these things now okay cool this is how a guy should behave this is how a guy should dress always look clean you know good shoes nice tailored pants you know clean white shirt and these 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 things sort of become like a part of your identity as you grow up and when you when you find yourself you you start molding those things you see, and you start defining those things better to suit who you are right so if let's say your dad would wear tailored pants um would wear pants sorry but um they were probably like bootleg pants that would go over his shoes you know you growing up you're like I'll take that style but I want my pants to be tapered, you know, I want them to be just above the ankles. So you start tailoring that fashion sense and all those things you are exposed to, to kind of suit who you are and your personality and like the style that you want for yourself. The name Joe Human, how did that come about? Ooh, so again, um, growing up in the church, I think um, conditions you to almost see people that are not believers in what you believe in as people that you should never really like mingle with or engage with right and it's not through the word or the preaching it's it's just how 
you are conditioned because hey i need to be around people that believe in the same thing as me um which is great because the bible does say um that two people cannot be in agreement um um and to well two well two people cannot you know walk the same path if they're not in agreement right so um just being a creative and being very young and coming into the creative industry i got to meet people from all walks of life right people that don't believe in what i believe in people that um have different sexual preferences people that are not like the same um race as me but you're still able to like connect with those people because they just want to create their passion about something that you're passionate about just to build really cool things right and um i realized that like before um race before sex before like preferences and 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 like language and cultures we are really all just human beings at the core you know we all want love we all want to be loved um and 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 we react to things the same like if 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 let's say a fire had to start in this um room right now you and i the f- our first instinct would be to find safety or to put it off right we would react the same so i wanted to just embody and build a brand that is really just for the human being at the core so everything i create everything i design products um how i engage with people i'm very cognizant of the fact that before julian is who he is he's a human being first right and i need to respect that and i need to love that and i need to to um s- sort of approach him from that aspect and not look at all the other things that 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 make up or um or, or make him different um from me okay so we'll peel a few more layers away yeah um previously um a lot of our engagements come from from twitter uh and the reason why i say beyond the bio for this i want to a lot of people look at at your at a bio on your social media and look at how you would then brand yourself or describe yourself previously i've seen descriptions like creative uh connoisseur or head connoisseur creative consultant um you, you've got something now that i i have no idea what it means <laughs> could you enlighten could you it, enlighten it, me it, um it's it's actually in my home language um french um it says simpler mais significant and what that, does that mean? that just means simple but significant i think it's 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 a thought and and it's an ethos that i've come around in the last couple of months of just really rediscovering myself and i think those two words simplicity but significance um have really struck me and 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 i've seen how how um this 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 new discovery has always lived in my work has always lived in my truth um so so i just put down all of those titles and my accolades and i'm like i think this is just the one thing that people should know about me um if you want more my website is there where you can see all the other stuff that i've been able to do um but also just from 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 that perspective i just i just want to like build and create simple but significant work you know and i want that to speak out more than anything like um me also doing that is just like almost resetting myself and and saying 
cool i was on the forbes list or i won gq's best dressed whatever um i've put that aside like what is the way forward now like those those things are great um and i'm grateful to you know to have um acquired them but um right now where i am they mean nothing to me because i want to improve i want to you know build further um i want to like you know have an empire of this new brand that i'm actually working on um joe human so for me like right now it's almost like a fresh start and say i've i've seen how far i've come and it's great but now like there's a new journey that i need to take and the ethos and everything that embodies that is just to keep it simple but just to make sure that it's significant cool we see you influential in spaces like social media in the design space um what are the influences that have or what has influenced you throughout your life um whether it be from a design aspect um career wise you're very you're still fairly young but you've achieved such a lot um influences in those spaces um and possibly even from like a mentorship side what what are those what are the what are the like i would say the three most important influences that have shaped who joe human has become i think um again just the first the first big one is just um home right it it's it's um like we as africans we've got so much flair we've got so much culture and heritage um creativity you know if you have to come down to my country you'll be able to see this you're able to see just how young creatives um are really pushing the limits with limited resources and um if you have to see like you know the patterns to our clothing you know the way we compose our music and just the culture down there is so lively um so that's so that's definitely one like just my background and where i come from i think the second biggest influence is obviously um church i mean it's influenced my spirituality i think that's that's almost been a blessing for me because i totally believe that if you really want to create meaningful work you have to be in touch with yourself you have to be in touch you know and 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 just like be self aware of who you are what you want what you want to create and i think you know in my life god has been able to help me um get to that point where i understand you know like what is my purpose um and 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 how to actually execute um that and 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 all the plans that he has for me as well and i think the third thing is just like the people that i keep around me um i'm very selective with um the people that i converse with i'm very selective with the friends that, that i keep you know the relationships that i get into um because those people subconsciously influence your decisions and your life as well um so i've just i've just been very intentional about the people that i keep around me the content that i also consume um because essentially you are the content you consume whether you like it or not whether you believe it or not if you constantly see something all the time you are prone to consume it to believe it to 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 want to engage it and i think for me uh those has been like the three biggest things um my background um the church obviously god and just the people that i've been able to connect with so you mentioned purpose and i can tell that you're very intentional in everything that you do and the way you approach stuff 
You've spoken about those those individual influences, but who are the three most influential people in your life that have helped guide you? Wow. Um, first, again, God. <laughs> um, my dad, obviously, you know, um, as I was as I was saying earlier, that he instilled, I, th- I believe, a lot of the entrepreneurial qualities that I have in me because he was just able to. Um, you know, make something out of nothing and really just fight for his family. Um, he went out there and he hustled, you know, he built stuff. Like he's got ministries now. Um, we've got one in France. We've got one here in SA, um, in the Congo, Angola. So all of that came from nothing. All of that came from taking a leap of faith and just leaving his his home country with his family, you know, going to a completely foreign land and saying, I will make something up out of myself so i definitely believe that i take a lot of those qualities from him and um i think the third person or people i'd rather say that um really play a big role again are the people that i keep around me i almost i i I call everyone that um is around me my mentors because i'm always learning from people you know i learn stuff from you julian i learn stuff from mash I, i learn stuff from everyone that I engage with and I see, even when you're not directly teaching it to me or we're not directly having a conversation, they, it, 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 it might be a tweet that you put out, it might be content that you put out and I consume that and, and I find ways for it to make sense in what I'm doing or the phase that I'm in. Um, so those are the three big influences for me. Okay. Let's talk about your beginnings in business um, with C Mindspace. How did that come about? crazy quite big retail brand in SA and we were running the social media um it got it, it it just got to a point where we we just felt like we were not valued so we tried to renegotiate our salaries and um though the boss's older brother was like no we pay you guys enough like why do you you know um and then yeah we literally said look dude let's um resign like tomorrow and that's what we did we started creative mind space and the purpose of it was to create brands um, that are purposeful and brands who actually understand and own their narrative because we've seen a lot of people um, from different lands you know, come into Africa and consume us and consume our experiences and content and have a completely different narrative um, to what it actually is or you know they take stuff and 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 they redesign it and send it back to us and we and we purchase it and we said why why can't we make those luxury brands ourselves you know why can't we tell those those um narratives and and these beautiful stories ourselves we are so filled with so much and we experience this every day to a point where it's become a norm you you know for another person to, to come down into africa and maybe like find then the the Ndebele print they'll be like so amazed like wow these patterns but we see it every day to a point where it's just another African print to us right but we are not telling these narratives and these stories um, and that's why you see brands like your Tepo jeans and your and your Matosa really doing like big things you know making big strides especially overseas because they consume our content the most so um, let's actually start an agency that that wants to tell authentic African stories and own that and make it luxurious and make it beautiful, you know, and 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 make it global. Um, so so that's where it started. Obviously, it was it was difficult. Like we we started on 
on Facebook. You know, we didn't have capital. We just had laptops. We started on Facebook. Um, we had made a few friends um, working at, at our old company. And, and we told them, hey, guys, this is what we're doing now. This is our business. And we started having our first few few clients from there. A lot of the stuff we learned, like, over YouTube and just consuming Google content. Um, so we'd, like, sell a dream client pays us then we go google how to actually make that dream come true so those 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 were just like the the humble beginnings of um creative mind space and yeah like we want to build the biggest um creative agency in africa and i think creative mind space in its own um is exactly that like just building a space that is filled with creatives so um you could be a chef you could be a writer you know you could be a poet you could be an architect like you want to just walk into creative mind space and be able to find all those people that are working together for one main goal that's to tell beautiful african stories i love that africa is the coolest place in the world right now bro in there there was a little nugget where you spoke about finding uh, an opportunity to win so you would google to find the answer you are self-taught in a in a lot of in a lot of the things that you do and you are you are a curious person at nature, right? You go out and find those answers. Very. At the same time, you are a teacher because you share the knowledge. We just spoke before we before we locked in into into the studio. We spoke about how you use Twitter Spaces at the moment yeah. to share knowledge and and connect with other creatives, especially up and coming creatives who can learn from your experiences. Um, what's one of the things that you wish you had known in the beginning of your journey that you would like like to share, or in terms of adding value to? A young, a young independent creative who's trying to build a business, trying to build a brand or personal brand. What is one important piece of information that you had, that you wish you had known at the time, that you can share with them now? Hmm. There's a lot, but I think the biggest one for me is it's gonna take time. It really is gonna take time. I think we are a generation that wants instant validation. You know, we want everything right now. We want to pop right now. We want to win right now. Um, I want to get those likes and those retweets right now. And when that does not happen, you start doubting yourself. You start feeling like, you know, you're inadequate. You start feeling like um, what what you're doing is not meaningful enough because people are not, you know, recognizing it or you're you're not monetizing it as as quick as you had imagined. Um, and you you start doubting your skill, right? So I think for me, that's like one thing I wish um, I knew. And when I started my journey in the creative space and just in business, I wish that was really instilled in me just to know that you are going to fail. You are going to encounter hiccups. Things won't always go as you imagine them to be. But um, just keep on pushing, you know, keep on um, going because... Um, a lot of a lot of people experience these things and they and they give up um, and not everyone will be like a Joe who is just resilient and he just keeps on pushing no matter what some people will feel like it's the end of the road for them but you know just being able to know that there's other people out there who, who have sort of experienced the same thing as you have and look at where they are right now that means that you can also achieve sort of like the same thing and I think just going into business or starting your journey or pursuing your dreams, knowing that you are going to like encounter hiccups, 
as much as it might not take those hiccups away, you you sort of have a surety that these things do happen. I just have to keep going instead of just going into it blindfolded, not really knowing um, what to expect. On the other side of being, on the other side of the coin of being a teacher, you have to put yourself out there. And I've seen you do Instagram lives, Twitter spaces, you're on Twitter giving away information, connecting with people, you're on Instagram. How do you deal with accessibility to you? Because I'm pretty sure that there are pe- at times people will cross the line or there's people that are just hounding you in your DMs. How do you, how do you balance all of that out? Being, being overly accessible to people and, and sharing that knowledge and value, but also being able to mind your own space and focus on your, your brand and your business. I think, I think Julian, um, when I first started, um, I, I wasn't in the space that I am right now. And I'll just tell you what that is. Um, so when I first started, it was really like, like social media was almost my be all right. And I put myself out there at every chance I got and I gave away as much as I could energy. You know, I would respond to like 30, 40 DMs a day, you know, 10, 15 emails a day and people just asking for information, asking for help, asking, you know, how do I do this? How, how, how do I get there? And, um, what that did is it, 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 it sort of disconnected me from the physical world, like the people on the ground, you know, my friends and family, people that really needed my attention and my love because all my energy would be given to strangers. Right. And, 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 and I mean that in the nicest of ways because I love my community. I love the people that I'm able to, to engage with. Um, but I gave them so much of my time and my energy um, that it took away from my real life. And um, I think one thing I've learned throughout this process is just being disciplined. Like being disciplined enough to say, cool, I'm going to do this thread. I'm going to put it out. I know on average it's going to get this much engagement, this much people might respond I put it out there and I shut off and I say, I'll come back tomorrow for an hour and I'll make sure that I respond to everyone. I'll come back tomorrow for an hour and just respond to as many DMs as I can, you know? Um, So it's really just disciplined because a lot of the work I do requires me to be online, you know, to stay digital. So I can never really move or shy away from that. Um, But it's just discipline, you know, um, knowing what's to prioritize when and 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 that's 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 how i've been you know balancing it out got a few more questions for you um and we know that the listeners out there like there are a lot of young business people creatives out there listening if you could um leave them with three gems or pieces of advice for anybody wanting to follow in your footsteps what would those be find your purpose i think Everyone says this and, and uh, it, it's, it probably sounds very cliche right now or we sound like a broken record, but you really have to know who you are. Like you, you, you have to find your why, like why are you doing what you're doing? You have to be able to question yourself. You, you, you have to be able to question your every move, even if it's a fuck up. Like you have to be able to question it and understand where that's coming from and be very intentional about what you do because when there's intentionality then there is a main goal like you have a clear mind and even though distractions may come you sort of know what path you have to um stay on so find your purpose find 
why you exist and what you're meant to do the second thing is just like be consistent you know um don't like give up especially now in a digital space where we're always consuming content all the time you know you go on twitter now and if you reload your your uh, feed there's probably like 15 30 50 tweets that would pop up right now and everyone is trying to grab at attention everyone's trying to say something everyone's trying to be noticed um so if you're not consistent with your purposeful content or your work um you will just fall into the noise because people easily forget you right and the third one is just be patient just going back to what i said earlier like it takes time every single thing takes time you know um i was watching an interview with with i think it was it was vusi and he said something so powerful he said the first time you do something is the first time that you're bad at it right i remember when when i recorded my first podcast and you guys can actually go back and listen to my first first episode it does not sound as clear as this it doesn't sound as good as this right um even the insights might not even be as great at this the editing might not be as great at this and that was the first time i was really bad at something but now i'm on like episode i don't know 20 or 15 you know and it really just took being patient and being consistent and being purposeful you know like continuously just putting the work out and beyond that being patient just going back to the drawing board and iterating your work um i'm a firm believer in you're only as good as your last job so everything i do like the last logo i did my next client and I, I, I need to top that you know the last website I, I did i need to top that i need to improve i need to upskill myself i need to learn something that um just makes me better makes me you know a little bit just much more awesome than the previous project so even when you are being patient know that you have to like upskill yourself and just keep iterating your work true things do take time um, yeah. and you mentioned consistency and patience and somewhere in between there you've also somebody's also has to have curiosity which i think is a key, as a key trait you got to be curious in terms of going out and finding the answers looking for people that may be doing work better than you yeah that you can aspire to and benchmark from um and in terms of doing that you need to be a you need to be a have a self-starter um uh, mode of work when you when you when you're applying yourself there Definitely. and going out and looking for those answers what are some of the best resources that have helped you along the way that you have found? Ooh, so I think I've been asked this quite a few times. And the one time I actually got asked what books I read. And I was like, I actually don't read books that much. Um, and and it's just, I consume a lot of articles. I consume, so I I, I work better with visual content more than anything. So I watch a lot of like, um TED talks i watch a lot of um the stuff that's on the future by chris doe i watch a lot of um um there's a netflix show called abstract and they just document like amazing creatives like mind-blowing creatives um i read a lot of articles on design um even tech sometimes because it it all ties back into like digital and like what are some of the tools that are pretty much like you know being developed to help creators um or influencers you know or or entrepreneurs um so so those that for me i would say is like my library of like um resources so abstract on netflix if you have netflix go check it out 
amazing amazing show um there's a youtube channel called the future so it's the and then f-u-t-r and um there's amazing creatives that they teach you like so much around design you know marketing brand building as well and um just articles you know follow following like um amazing people like matt navara who's who's a great social media strategist and he's got a weekly newsletter that he puts out and you get so much insight from that you always know what's happening in the digital space from him um so those that for me is like the content that i really consume that helps me um to just stay on top of my game yeah on the matt navarro and there's also an incredible uh, facebook group that he's got called the social media geek out that's also a really useful yeah. resource love the abstract stuff on on netflix the episode of platon the topography episode I and loved, the tinker episode i love the one anymore. with tinker it was amazing mm. joe i want to wrap up with one last question for you um if you could step into my shoes for a second what would you have asked yourself that i didn't who and then i'm gonna ask you to answer that question wow wow okay i think i think i'd ask myself um do you do you believe that the person you're in a relationship with affects your creativity and your work right i think i think that's one thing i'd ask myself because we are constantly building stuff you know and we're we're always speaking about these things but no one's ever really speaking about how like your love life and and like your relationship could temper with what you're building or even like you know take that completely to the next level and um now i'm going to answer myself and i think it's a big year especially because we are creatives we feel everything right we feel everything and um if 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 I'm having a bad day with my partner, it's going to reflect into my work, right? And um, you also want someone who understands you and someone who is able to add value to what you're building. And ladies, I'm not saying that you should build a man or the other way around, um, but I'm saying someone who who understands, you know, like who Joe is and sees the gray area and maybe where his weakness is or where he's not doing so well or just it could be a piece of advice you know once in a while like hey julian actually i think you should shoot this content this way it's better this way right it's better lighting no you put your hand here or let's place this at the center so someone who just adds value to you and your work and your life in ways that um don't require so much from them i think it's so key because you could either succeed or you could fail depending on where um, your heart is. Thank you, Joe. Joe it's been it's been great catching up with you again. I'll save some of the tougher questions for the next time we <laughs> chop it up. Thank you so much, and uh, to everyone that's listening, um, this might actually be quite some sad news, but this is my last episode on Pioneers versus Pretenders. Um, I am moving on to um, something else, and um, yeah, it's 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 been a great it's been a great journey. I've had the opportunity to, to speak to amazing people, you know, really have them share like amazing insights, and uh, I'm so grateful that I could be able to do this one with you, Julian, because I think it's 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 just beautiful to be able to have a conversation like this, and just like be behind the mic um yeah but i would love to just wish 
um, Pioneers versus Pretenders an amazing um, journey forward to, you know, who the new host will be. And um, to all the listeners as well, just stay tuned to Lucha and stay tuned to um, the podcast. Thank you. Thank you, Joe. Wish you all the best with everything that you do in the future. Thank you, bro. This has been Beyond the Bio with Joe the Human. Signing off from Julian Green. Ciao. Ciao.